Everybody's talking about Lizzo's booty hanging out at the Lakers game, and so are we on Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen, and we have a full team yes, today. Yes, we do. Everybody's looking good. Coordinated. They got the colors. I know. Christmas colors. Holiday colors going on. Yes, yes, we're winning. Well, joining me in purple is Courtney Stewart. What's up, y'all? I'm here again. We got special guest host today, Sean McGue. Hello. How's everybody doing? You got your purple on, too. I did. I got. I think I got the memo. You got the memo. I got the memo. Do the purple. You fit right in. Fit right in. Synergistic. <laughs> and our very special guest today, you know her from BT's The Oval, which is winning right now. Yes. Karen Moore is in the house. Thank you for having well, me. All the way from Atlanta. All the way from Atlanta. Hot yes. Atlanta. Yes. Yes. Hot Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Hometown. <laughs> well, that show is just blown up. And we've had a lot of guests, we were saying, from Atlanta come in who have actually worked with Tyler and went to the studios uh, when he first opened them, you know, what, what a month ago or so, I guess, no, at this it's, point? It's it seems like it's so long ago. Yeah. So we're happy to have you in, in here so today. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to and be And we're going to talk about all those juicy details about the show yeah. and a lot more about no. your career. But first, we're going to talk about a couple topics, and then uh, Courtney's going to start us off. Yeah, we got some topics to talk about today because people wilding out in these streets like they always are. And <laughs> apparently, it's starting this week in San St. Louis, y'all. So mm. there's an elementary school called Blades Elementary in St. Louis, um, fifth grade social studies class. You know, they're, you know, the kids going to school thinking, you know, we're about to learn some social studies. Well, a teacher had a brilliant idea to um, basically give them an assignment that was supposed to teach them about economics and Western expansion and whatnot. But part of the assignment was that they had to give a price to slaves. And some parents were a little upset when they found out what was going on. One of the parents um, is a Facebook user. His name was Lee Hart. He posted a picture of the actual um, assignment that showed, like, name how much you would charge for your slave and how much would you pay for a slave. And he was obviously very upset. He said, quote, this was supposedly a westward expansion lesson. Some were given food, water, wood, and slaves! Exclamation, 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 exclamation. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong on so many levels. Um, And so, of course, everybody got in an uproar. They're like, what are you doing? You're teaching these kids. They're pricing slaves. Like, what's really happening? Principal Jeremy Booker chimed in and he said that the teacher was just trying to teach the kids about market practice and the class was learning about having goods and needing goods and obtaining goods and how that influenced early settlement in America. Uh, Some of the students obviously were prompted to consider how much they would have to trade for slaves and what those prices should look like, and that's where the assignment came from. The teacher has apologized, and she said she felt very bad about her insensitivity, and the uh, principal said that all the teachers and staff will undergo professional development on cultural bias. If your Kia came home with an assignment to praise the price on a slave, would you be upset? Uh, Karen, I'm going to let you start with this one. I mean, that, that, that first of all, is absolutely asinine and culturally <laughs> insensitive, and I don't know how a teacher in today's you know, school system would think for a moment that it would be appropriate. I, I, yeah, I would be so angry. I mean, 
Yeah, I can't even imagine. Listen, you play the first lady on the Oval. You got yeah, two kids. If your kids, if your kids came home <laughs> you, with you, the you, slavery <laughs> trading up in class, Victoria, how would it go down? Victoria is coming out. I, I hear that. Okay. <laughs> she gave in, me the okay. In her, okay. in her robe, in her hair clips, in her slippers. <laughs> she's going to the school and she's about to get down with, with everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's 2019. We already know that slavery existed. It's very much in our history books. We, we, we clearly know about this. The fact that you have a, a assignment where they trade the slaves in 2019, I just, I mean, that the teacher thought it was okay. You know, that's my biggest problem. Like, how do you how do you even think that it's okay to send a child home and tell their parents what their assignment is when it's that, you know? Right. I, I don't even get it. Especially in today's climate. Like, it's yeah. just, uh, it was inappropriate to begin with, but then in today's climate, come on. I mean, I guess you could say, you know, her heart was in the right place with as far as trying to show them how to do the market stuff. But, okay, but, Sean, you got to leave, man. No, no, right, no, but, like, no, 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 I'm just playing. No, no. I'm, playing. <laughs> I'm playing. As far as, like, the other stuff, like the grain, right? Like the wood and, like, but yeah. really? We're going to, come on, guys. You can't then do a people. Like, this yeah. this 2019. Like, I, if it's 1950, you still can't do it. <laughs> right, like, yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. what year. Like, I mean, right. like, it's... I, I don't know how you missed that. I don't know how that happens. Yeah. You have to do better. And I don't know if you saw the picture of the tweet. Yeah. I mean, and then two for five dollars. Well, the wow. guys was trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, wow. that's cheap. I mean, it even said this might be a good one to like. It was like two for five. Two for five. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is not Burger King. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm no. gonna surprise all of y'all at the table and say I'm actually not offended. At Wait, what? Seriously? Wow. And I bet nobody that ever listens to us would think that. I would. But absolutely. I'm surprised. actually not, and here's why. What you just said, we know in the history books, and we know this and this and that and the other. Actually, the problem with education, especially right now, is because we just did a story on this not too long ago, how history books were printing that uh, slaves came to this country as indentured servants, and they weren't mm-hmm. actually slaves. Right. And so the misinformation regarding the darkness of slavery is definitely full. It's definitely rampant. And I definitely think it affects how we view black people as in position in this country at right now, because we have this diluted idea of what slavery actually was. Mm. I see value in showing and having kids actually contemplate the idea that people were traded for goods like livestock. So whether or not her actual assignment was fully developed enough to give that message I can't gauge based on what that picture was because it was just a clamp of that. I don't know what discussion was actually happening in the class, but I do think that there is power in that part of education in terms of slavery because I think we have watered it down tremendously. In fact, I don't ever know that we actually ever really taught the darkness that is slavery and why that matters in our economy even to this day. And I think that if you're trying to give an honest view of that, that these types of exercises are not unfounded and they should make you uncomfortable and they should be having kids ask questions like, oh my God, you could trade a person for $2 to get a cow? Yes, you could. They did it and they fought for it. And those people's ancestors still think floating the Confederate flag that wanted to support that is a reason for us to not be upset. Like, we shouldn't be upset about saying something like that. Like, the pain behind that still exists, and I think that's why it's actually an important lesson to be learned. Yeah, I can get behind that. I can get behind that as long as, like you said, the lesson was... Later, out. yeah. Sure. I mean, it can't just be okay. It can't just be, how much for the kids? That's, that's yeah. just yeah. yeah. It, 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 the whole story has to be told. Like you said, the our history books don't fully explore what really happened. Right. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, if she was if she, if she was exploring the the the, the wholeness of the it, wholeness of it, which that's we one don't know. thing. But like you said, we don't know. We don't. Uh-huh. It feels a little. It feels a little complex for fifth grade, though, right? Like uh, what you're saying. I thought about that too, but I was like, fifth I, graders nowadays are you're ten and eleven years old. 11, well, ten to twelve years old in fifth grade. Okay. I, I don't think so. They're I think advanced. the value of a person. Right. Like I don't think that's something okay. that they. Okay. Because I, mean, I saw roots when I was like. Yeah. I don't know, like seven, sure. six or seven, sure. and it was harsh. But like, I could process what That's is true. not okay about, yeah. especially with an adult guidance, like through. Right. I it. wonder if Roots is still being shown in classrooms. I don't think so, girl. No, I don't think it is either. Actually, <laughs> oh, you said not, not, not even the new Roots, the revamp of Roots, the the the, the new one. Like I said, <laughs> most of them history books talk about we was indentured servants. Mm. And I mean, I can get with your so. opinion, but I still have a problem with the trading and and the. Uh, Putting an, a money amount to it, I, I, I mean, still have a big problem with that. Mm. That's what had happened, though. Speaking of what had happened, <laughs> Killer Mike got on the Twitterverse this week, and he uh, got dragged because he uh, made some comments that weren't so pleasing to, uh, especially black women on Black Twitter. Um, so basically, what had happened was this writer <laughs> by the name of Terrain Walker, he tweeted the following quote: "The greatest trick white feminism ever played was convincing black women that black men were the enemy." And Killer Mike saw this message and was like, oh, homie, I feel that. And he, uh, he didn't actually say that, but, you know, he quoted, he retweeted, uh, you know how you can comment on the tweet. And he said, quote, crafted by this CIA agent. And he posted a pic of Gloria Steinem, who is like mother of feminism, modern feminism, I guess you could say. And so everybody got really upset. Like, obviously, he's co-signing on this black women hating on black men. And if you're a feminist, you must hate black men. And that's such a problem, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of women and some men were super offended because they were like, yo, like, that's not feminism and that doesn't define us. And certainly white women are not telling black women how to be feminist this day and age. So we had a couple of responses. One from Rosacea Queen. She said, quote, both of y'all need to pick up a textbook on black feminism and womanism's roots quickly. Another woman by the name of At Colonized Local said, I would love to be surprised, even outraged, that Killer Mike would post something that supports the previous foolish, unresearched opinion about black feminism. But it's literally Killer Mike, y'all's favorite political rapper. So they went on and on and on and kind of dragged him through the mud, but he didn't seem to like have a reaction back to kind of roll it back at all. He seems to stand by his words that... Black women got bamboozled by the white feminisms and have dismissed black men because of it. How y'all feel? Mm, I mean, it's a, it's a strong opinion in this time for him to be making that statement. When I first read it, I was like, he had to know he was going to get dragged all over this, over social media for that statement. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with him. Uh, I think, you know, I, when he, his opinion is a strong opinion, and he always does make very much strong opinions about certain things in this arena. Uh, I think that he didn't... I per, 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 I don't think he had all the facts with some of the statements that he was making, personally. He didn't have all the facts. No. That's a very nice way to say that. Come on, girl. That's a tough one. I mean, and I, I, I don't know that... I'm sorry. I don't know that it's a black man's place mm. to I, tell comment. You. I'm with you. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, as much as... I like Killer Mike. Um, but I don't think you should have touched that. Should have touched that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of piggybacking on that. I just—it's a shame. I feel like it just undercuts everything. Like the the black feminist thing, like it totally undercuts it. it. Like makes it like, oh, you got this idea from the white woman. Like that's that's hard. You know what I mean? Like it's it's 
it's like this kind of almost black on black crime of like you you're undercutting yeah. Yeah. these these women like why yeah. are you why are you doing why, that brother, like, why brother yeah. why right, right. Why, brother, especially why? I mean exactly. when so many black women su- actually support his music and, and yeah. certain and ways support his activism and support that his, are yes. front lines yeah. with his activism right. and to say something like that is just it's beyond absurd and it's insulting on so many levels but is there any truth as men at the table do you feel that feminism attacks men too much Ooh, that's a tough one right now because we are just in a very sensitive state. Uh, um, well, t- you can only speak for yourself. Do you feel mm-hmm. attacked by feminism? Uh, I don't personally feel attacked by feminism, but I can understand how certain men can feel attacked by feminism. Is and that how is that? Uh, there are certain things I think that are just that are said that are untrue in the fact of how how women are treated with in, in regards to men. And I think that right now it's a heightened sensitivity with everything we have going on with Me Too. And I think a lot of men are afraid to really say and and and, and react to certain things that they normally would have maybe spoken up for about before. And I think that, you know, is there a lot of things that are going on that have been messed up and 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 and, and feminism is something that is very important that, that is going on, but I still feel like there is a a, a little bit of an attack on certain men right now with the sensitivity that's going on with me too and I think that you know a man right now is a little bit more weary about certain things to be vocalized about so you do feel like there's some attack on men it's a slight attack not on me you know okay. but on, I men d- on certain on men on men in yes. general or men in black general. men or just men in I general. say men in general okay. not just black men okay. I'm not I'm not just putting it towards black men well, I, I think I think uh, the way these things work is that we have to go extreme to get to the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So with this whole the Me Too thing, like it's it's going to get really bad on men for a hot minute, and yeah. well deserved as it should, yeah. right? Yeah. So after the, you know, it'll everything kind of gets back to the middle. Like that's just how things work. Like you have to give things time, and so I, I can understand a little bit about it. But like I feel like as a for me as a confident man, like I know who I am. So I'm not threatened by feminism. Like, I've, like, you know, I've, I'm married to a very strong, intelligent woman, and like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I, yeah. I you know, what I mean, like, I want, I want someone that's equal to me, and actually, she's smarter than I am. I would say, like, I'm, she's a smart. You're woman. getting all kind of good points. I hope she's listening right now. You're winning right now. Sorry. She's watching. She's like, you better. Yes, you better. Oh, I just got, a, I just got a text. Good job. Okay. <laughs> He got cool hair and he knows how to say right, it. Right. He's the <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think it's an individual thing, but I, I think if you're threatened by feminism, you need to probably take a look at the mirror. There yeah, you go. That whole part. Well, praise the Lord, I co-sign on that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can't be scared. I mean, listen, I, I was raised by very strong women, my mom, my aunts, you mm-hmm. know, my sister. Uh, so you're right. I, absolutely. For sure. You know. Well, there you go. Killer Mike, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> wait, wait, I, would would you not listen to his music now, though? Would that change your opinion about his music? No, I mean, I'm, I'm still a supporter. And people people are entitled to their opinions. That's right. I'm not going yeah, to yeah, agree with everything, everyone. You know, yes, exactly. people I support. I'm not going to agree 100% with you, 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 or anyone sure. else. Yeah. Um, so he's entitled to his opinion. But, I mean, I think that if it was a perpetual thing and he harped on it and, you know, if it became a movement right. for him, right. like right. a lot right. of things right. do. Right then I think it might affect my, my view of him. I, I would that. just encourage him to read a little more about feminism, especially black feminist movements. Just a little bit more. There you go. And you drop that mic. All right. <laughs> We're going to move on to our ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. ER uh, Web Story Spotlight of the Week. 
Well, as Karen said, people are entitled to their opinions. Some people are entitled to the way they dress at Lakers games. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of that, we're going to talk about Lizzo. All right, Lizzo. Oh, so uh, she's catching a little bit of heat because during the Lakers-Timberwolves game the other night, she was uh, in a dress that she got up to twerk because the Lakers girls were dancing to her hit song, Juicy. Uh, juice. And uh, <laughs> it was juicy. It was juicy. That's what popped in my head. I can't help it. Uh, it was juicy. Hey, a little juicy. Um, and when she popped up, you know, a lot of things popped out. So um, people are <laughs> people are uh, talking about her all over social media because when she stood up, her dress had around the the booty area was a circular area and had a little thong and the cheeks were out and she, she got her twerk on and exposed a lot of her body to people and. There's been a lot of mixed opinions, but also a lot of negative mixed opinions mm. about this because it's going back and forth about some people are supporting her, but a lot of people aren't. They're saying it was too much for the crowd at the Lakers game. Why does she do it? Why does she wear that dress? And, uh, you know, she's gone on to say she actually had an interview with people and she said that it wasn't flesh to seat. So, um, you know, so, so there I mean, what did she have? A prayer cloth? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think that thong covered up too much of that plastic on that seat or leather or whatever it was on the seat. Uh, What was your opinion about Lizzo's outfit? Well. (laughs) Would you like a sip of water? You know, I need to sip some tea. You know, I am a big fan of Lizzo, and I support her body positivity movement. Um, I think it's it's an incredible thing that she's doing, and that's why she has so many supporters. Supporters. I also, yeah, <laughs> I also think there's well. a time and place for everything, and we in Western culture are not supportive of um, hmm, the message <laughs> all the time that right. she, you know, yeah. it's, it's just, you know, it's a cultural thing. Number one, number two, there were children there, that, that, you that know, and I, and yeah. yeah, and I'm sure that a lot of parents were offended by it. Um, and like I said, there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. I love Lizzo, and I wonder if ten years from now she'll look back and say. Ooh, why'd I do that? I don't want to. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed pretty on brand for me, like for her. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I. And, I'm not surprised. You know, and I I think also, like, we made a big. Oh, it's kids at the Lakers game. Oh, she was at the beach. Would we even be having this conversation? I, I mean, I get it. I get it. We're, you know, in a. We're not at the beach. But if you were, then there's no conversation. Right. Because there's kids at the beach, too, right? That's a, I mean, that's a good point. Um, but, but, you know, that's, that's the point, point, though. Wait. That's the entire point. Yeah. I just, I, I, sorry. No, Are go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm, like, I'm good. You, you want to jump in there. I love Lizzo, and I fully support all that she has done. When she was on the MTV Awards and ripped that dress off and was in her leotard doing her here Beyonce, like, I'm here for it. Like, I support you. But... We have decided culturally that there are some places where some things are acceptable. Like, I will put my seven-year-old daughter in a face full of makeup to do a dance recital, but I don't necessarily want her going to school in a face full of makeup. Right, right, like, right. there are things that we've decided. If I, I told Daryl earlier, if we was like, yo, let's go to the Laker game tonight, and you pick me up, and I have my butt cheeks out, <laughs> would you, as my friend, be like, okay, girl, that's cool? No, you would be like, girl, why your butt out? So yeah. that's, I, mean, I just feel like it's, like, really basic, like, yeah, it's great, but, like, you're not on a red carpet. You're not at, like, and everybody's like, look at Rihanna. She had her butt out at the Met Gala, and that was Lizzo's inspiration. I agree. Her butt was out. But that's still the Met Gala. That's the Met Gala. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Met Gala. So had she done this at the Met Gala, I would have been like, yep. And granted, there are definitely people that are shading her because she's a larger woman. Sure. But the 
constant, the, there is an attack on people saying, oh, we're all fat phobic for thinking she should have to listen to us say anything. I'm like, no, we have acceptable practices. Just like if I go to McDonald's, I don't want the guy serving me my french fries to have his junk out. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was tiny or large. Right. I mean, I'm like, You don't want no extra buns? You know? No. No, thank you. So I, for me, it was just like really basic. Like, this is real basic. This isn't complicated. This is an attack on her size. It's just yeah. real basic stuff that we've decided as a culture. But if we move to this area, well, you know, we're going to be going to the grocery store. I mean, that's why the Walmart memes right. exist. When people have their butts <laughs> out at Walmart. Right. I we're like, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's but a small butt, a large though. butt. That's not a problem. I, mean, I, I don't even worry. I mean, I if you feel your cheeks getting wins, you you doing it on purpose. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. It's it's once again, I, I piggyback on what you guys are saying. It's the Lakers game. If I brought my little nephew there or niece there, and 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 Lizzo's sitting in front of me. You know, I don't really the the twerking in the booty. I don't really want my seven year old or five year old, you know, niece or nephew to see that. Even though, yes, you can go to the beach, and but that's where you're supposed to see a maybe a thong or a booty cheek out, you know. And I just feel like it's it, you know, right now she is on top of her game. She just got what uh, Time Warner's Entertainer of the Year. Yeah, Congratulations to her, yeah. Time Magazine, um, Time Magazine Entertainer of the Year, and she's just doing it. Grammy and everyone's nominated. loving her. Grammy nominated. Oh, yeah. And she's, doing she's and I love the what she's representing her self confidence and herself and and a different form of body that we've seen in, on this type of limelight. And I love that. But, you know, pick pick where you're going to wear your outfits. Yeah, you know yes. what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you don't need to do that right now. You're in such, like, high demand. You don't even need to have your bo- booty cheeks out at the Lakers game. Let the Lakers girls do that. Well, but I was know, going to say, I mean, well, there are Lakers the girls. Argument. I mean, but they I'm are just saying. But they're la- but, okay, Lakers still, girls. But still so what's the, what's the line? What's the line? Okay, so the Lakers girls are hired to be dancers that are, uh, they're going to be in outfits that are probably going to, you know, let them be able to be freer with their dance versus just sitting in the crowd at, you know, in front of kids right in front of them. You know, I, it, it's a fine line. Okay. Yes, well, it's a fine line. I actually think the kid yes. thing doesn't, isn't a fair argument because if we're talking about sexualization, like the liquor dancers are way more yeah. over-sexualized. In fact, in, if anything, when looking at Lizzo, most of us were like, whoa, we weren't. Yeah. Oh, it's so sexual. Yeah, right. like, we were just more like, whoa, that's like, too much. Like, wow. <laughs> but the Laker girls are uh, selling sex. Like, they physically are selling that. sex. Yeah. That's the point. They're yeah. in bras, right. they're in hot pants, like, whatever. So, I mean, that to me, that's why the whole kids are their argument doesn't really fly. But I do think we as a society have decided about certain things fashion-wise that are doable with, you know, obviously we have limits and things that we adjust to. But in general ass out at the game is just not really right. one of those things that we do. What was the thing she said about cheeks to seat? Oh, she said um, she said uh, this. it wasn't flesh to, to seat. Flesh to seat. Flesh to seat. I think Maybe. it's, well, someone did mention that. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she was doing a magazine uh, or, uh, interview with people.com and she mentioned that. So I think someone had was asking was our booty yeah. cheeks just right out stressed, on the seat? I was you know what I mean? Like, about that. I was like, girl, you sat on a oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. 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 Maybe how many? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hope there was something between her yeah. and. Well, I mean, she said there was. I'm sure there was, but it, yeah, that's I, where my mind. Yeah, the thong. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I told Courtney, when I go to the gym and I and I, you know, you're in the in the locker room and a a guy comes and sits down on the bench, oh. trust and believe, I'm not sitting on that bench yeah, with no. the butt cheeks been chilling there for a second. 
I don't want your sweat or anything else that no. you, you, you may be having with you. So, yeah. Lizzo, put the towel down. Put, put the, the towel, towel down. down. And also, my thing is, listen, at the end of the day, let's just be 100. She did it for attention. She did it so people can talk about her. I mean, that's 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 what it is. You yeah, know what shock I mean? Value she, shock value. Yeah. It keeps her name out there. I mean, I get it, but it's still, you know, maybe not the Lakers game. You know, <laughs> you know, do it at the Grammys. Fine. Whatever. You know, but don't do it at the Lakers game. Okay. All right. All right. But you know what? Keep winning, though, Lizzo. I know. Keep yeah, winning. Keep singing. Keep winning. Doing You're doing your thing. All right. Somebody else who's doing her thing consistently is Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. She was uh, speaking with. Uh, she was speaking with the Today Show about Trump's impeachment, which we all have been oh, hearing. Week. And, you know, it's oh. like I'm, everybody's I'm, tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Oh, I'm, tired. Then, I'm tired of it, but yet I still listen to NPR every day just mm. to hear what's going on. Sure, um, you've got that political. Yeah, it's on my. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to hear something that surprises me, but nothing has surprised me quite I'm yet. For them to stop yelling at me, like it's my fault. That like, too, because they feel like all they're doing is yelling at each other. Yeah. Well, she has. She made a statement about the impeachment hearing. She said that it seems very surreal. Uh, she says she doesn't think that people know what to make of it yet. And I would agree with her on that. What do you guys think? Well, our generation has not seen anything like this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would agree. Yeah, we really don't know what to make of it. I mean, you, you have a strong point of view either way. But this is something new for us. And then what mm-hmm. happens if, you know, we follow through with this? It's unprecedented. Yeah. I just, there is such a dignity with Michelle Obama. Like, she speaks, and you're just like, yes, you just make sense. Like yeah. and, she can and say she, cheeseburger, we'll be like, yes, I want a cheeseburger. Right, that whole part, yes. I'm a vegetarian. Right, right, yes. 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 Yeah. Like I, I, I was watching that the interview, the clip, and I was like, man, I just, we need more people like her in politics, like that just have, have a dignity. Like yeah. there used to be rules to this stuff, and like there's just no rules anymore. And I, I don't know. Unfortunately, I think like I was saying earlier, that pendulum is going to swing. Before we get back to the metal, and you, you don't think we're already at the far end yet? I, I, unfortunately, I don't. I don't. Oh, I think geez. it's going to get worse before it gets better. I do too. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. I agree. It's scary. It's it's scary, and you know. Well, Michelle was actually pretty um, optimistic. In no, she, she was. was like, "Oh, yeah. we'll get back," and I was like, "Wow, you're optimistic," because I'm not. Like, I agree. Like, but I'm it has watching. To be. I mean, like, does it though? I mean, <laughs> It's not impossible, but we have to be optimistic. We have to be optimistic for you know future generations, our kids. And, you know, no, that's what she yeah. said too. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. We, what we she can't said. give up. Right. And she did say we have survived a lot. I mean, through yeah. the years, and she thinks it'll come back to where it needs to. But uh, that comeback seems real far right it now. Seems I'm, so I'm far. Looking, I'm looking for that comeback. You're like, where's Uncle L? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not seeing it right now. No, because they literally are looking at the same thing, watching these hearings. It'll be one person next to each other, and they will have heard the exact same thing or seen Mm. the exact same thing and be yelling about entirely different. It's like, did we all hear the same thing? Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know how you reconcile that. I don't either. Well, my my wife would say it's because people aren't using their words. Words have meaning. Yeah. Like, you you know, and we we argue in emojis. Like, it doesn't work. Like, you know, you have to 
you but have to these are old people they're like been using words for years no, and now they're true. literally telling you the words that are being said are not being said they don't mean what they <laughs> right. are right. and it's universe. like well I don't I don't know what we're supposed to do That's it's a twist on a twist on a twist it's like right? Jedi yeah. mind trick backwards upside down yeah. I don't know what is going on yeah. it's stressing me yeah out. well now you know with everything going Sorry. on with the Democrats it's it's like, like, we're gonna be okay I got through the week you know just picture Michelle Obama whenever you get stressed if we can just convince her to go into office she would just run I get I get her reasons I know I 100% don't I think reasons. she should. I was like, why should she ruin her life? She, she is living a fantastic life. Right. I'm good. She is great. They she's just dropped her daughters off at college. Got an yeah. $11 million house That's in, the big, in Martha's Vineyard or somewhere. She's I'm good. Like, yeah. Live yeah. your yeah. life, sis. Because yeah. you've already been through it for eight years. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's yeah. good. Yeah. She's good. I get it. But nonetheless. Nonetheless. All right. Well, that's all we got for topics, but we have another great topic. And now we got mm-hmm. a float in the middle. The the oval. Speaking of Michelle Obama, <laughs> yeah, right. this is the Michelle Obama guy. of the Oval. Right? Yes. Wow. Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little more scandalous. A little bit more scandalous, <laughs> but you know, we like a little scandal. Yeah. The show is doing great. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And I know this is your first big leading role. It is. And mm. so how is it working with Tyler Perry? Because I hear so many different things about his regimen on how he hires his actors and like you only get a, a very short period of rehearsals and like, you just got to you got to come in there prepared. Ready. Mm, yeah. Yeah, um that portion of it is true. Uh, we, <laughs> we do not get rehearsals. Oh, so wow. you get your script and you need to be pre- it's, it's like theater. Mm. It's like performing theater every day. And I, I liken it to this. We had 25 episodes. So you have 25 scripts. I say it's 25 plays. Mm-hmm. And we block shoot. So if there's a, a scene in one location, we shoot all of those scenes. We shoot out at that location wow. mm-hmm. for the entire series. So, um, so imagine memorizing 25 plays and then performing the scenes out of sequence. Yeah. Wow. It's so tough. It's so tough, but it's a great training ground. We get one take usually. Wow. <laughs> so you have to be on. Yeah. You have to be on it all the time. You have, you have to be to ready. Be focused. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's challenging, but now I feel like I can do anything. Mm. You know, so he, he has Ooh. high expectations of us, but you know, it's good training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So those actors who criticize, you know, the actors on the show, Try it. Yeah. I hear that. I hear okay. That. I mean, they, they say he like took the training ground to the next level because a lot of pe- actors would say that about working in soap opera because they mm-hmm. shot so much right. so fast. But like, right. that's another that's a whole other thing. Level. Right. Like, yeah. how? I mean, okay, so you don't get rehearsal, but like, how? Because you're shooting. It's an episode a week, but you guys shoot all at once. Yeah. So it's not. We don't break. So it's it down not even broken episode. down. No. It's just. Yeah. yeah. It's just the whole we, we season. Can get, we might get eighty through. pages. Of dialogue. How much in advance do you actually get it, though? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Some of us got all 25 scripts well in advance. So we got, we had a couple months to to live in it, to work with it, to flush the characters out and Mm -hmm. so forth, and and just to interact with each other Mm -hmm. and to to rehearse Mm -hmm. with each other before we got to set. Much like a play you would. Exactly. It it was just like that, but it was up to us to do it. Okay. You know, Um, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's just. It's part of the thing. It is. And do you still work with your coach? Like during this process, or are you doing most of this stuff individually? Because that seems just like a lot of. Sorry, y'all. Th- that's the president calling in right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you but do you still work with your coach, or do you do a lot of this stuff with the cast members, or just the preparation for that? Because that's that's a lot. It of, is a lot. Initially, I thought I would work with the coach because I thought I would have time to. Yeah. 
Mm. No. Ooh. No. No. So, you know, we really had to bond together. Our cast is so tight. We mm. love each other like family. Yeah. That's because great. we have to. We yeah, have to yeah. trust we have to yeah. trust each yeah. other. And so yeah, we spend a we spend a lot of time together. When I first got my script, um, and Ed, who plays Hunter Franklin, my husband on the show, he was he's based in LA. I'm in Atlanta, and we were Skyping. We mm. were we were FaceTiming like every chance we got just to, you know, run the lines and get yeah. familiar with each other and get familiar with the characters to flesh I them out. I love that. Yeah. And then, now working with Tyler as well, I know that he likes to bring in and use a, a lot of different actors for a lot of his different sets. Have you worked with him before, prior to this, this particular episode, this particular show? I have. Um, I was an extra once on one of his sets about seven years ago. Wow. And I did two day player roles on two of his popular shows, so... Yeah. He, he loved you. He remembered you. <laughs> he kept bringing you back. Yeah, That's always yeah. a good sign. Yeah, it is a good sign. Yeah. yeah. What is the atmosphere like um, shooting in Atlanta now, especially yeah. with the huge studio that he has built and all of that, versus the atmosphere as an actor in L.A. and coming into the studios here? It's, you know what? It's just a different culture altogether. Yeah. You know, Atlanta actors have, I think, a different mindset. Mm-hmm. It's It's... We have a strong work ethic, but it's a little bit more laid back. I don't mm-hmm. know if, if that makes any sense sure. to you. It's yeah. just not like we're just like hungry, hungry, hungry. Yeah. It's just like, okay, let's get this done. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. We're here. Let's, what's up? Kind yeah. of thing. It's a good yeah. And working with Tyler has been, in, further to answer your question, has been amazing. He's an amazing mentor. Yeah. Um, he is an amazing coach. Uh, he's a fun guy to work with. He's a lot of fun. He likes mm. to have fun, um, but when it's time to get down and be serious, and you know, he's he's expecting. He's of, like, you be ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is exactly. he directing every episode? He direct. He writes, directs, and all produced. When is he sleeping? I'm like, I'm like how do you do all that? Yeah. You know what? I think he's a savant, but mm. I know he takes time. He takes quiet time away, and mm-hmm. he um and he just focuses and he writes. And once he gets in his zone, he's he, he goes. Look out. Yeah. For someone new to the show, how would you describe your character and also how would you describe the show in general? I would say that Victoria Franklin, in one word, is volatile. Mm. She's volatile. So you never, and and I liken her to a snake. Mm. So she's quiet and stealthy, and then she'll snap. Mm. You know, so it's it's that type of thing. <laughs> I, like that. I like the way you said yeah. that. I saw that too. I was like, all right. I need some water. I'm like, I know, right? That makes two of us. Wow. And then the show as a whole, I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's just drama. Yeah. There's a whole lot of drama. And it's fun. I mean, reading the script, I didn't find a whole lot of humor in it. But now that I'm watching the show, yeah. it's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, some of it, it's so, it's so insanely intense that it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. really, you run into a wall. Like really, is that what yeah. we? You know that type of thing. So, well, we had um, Anne Marie Johnson and uh, Reagan Gomez on the show last week, and it was interesting because Anne Marie was talking in reference to black women working in Hollywood now, and just actors in general. Because we, I, what appears to me is a lot more opportunities because we have the streaming services, we have cable, we have the networks, and there's, I'm seeing a lot more people of color on these shows. But she said that's actually sort of not a representation because she said, in all reality. Where when when she kind of came into acting, you could make a full middle class living and more now, and now it's changed a little bit because there are just so there's you don't get the residuals of or your show is yeah. lasting for 
this amount of time. So she said a lot of the younger actors are coming in, you know, and, and they're not able to do the same things that her generation were able to right. do. Right. But it seems like more opportunities, though. Yeah, you, it's, it's, how can I say it? You're not able to build a career as easily as perhaps in the past, or not as easily, but um, once you're on a sh- once you're on a show in the past, you you know you you like you, like you said you have the residuals yeah, yeah. And, and you have some longevity there. But in today's market, I think you have more exposure. Yeah. So it's not you know a longevity type thing, but you do get exposed to more, and hopefully you know the more eyeballs on you, the more jobs you'll get. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you want to do next? As you continue the Oval, obviously we want like 18 more seasons. Right, right. right. Um, I'd like to do an action film. Yeah, Yeah, I'd like to do something that is uh, more dramatic and profound and Mm -hmm. heartfelt. Um, And I'd like to do comedy. I mean, people don't know, I've got a little comedy. You've got a little comedy chops. Yeah, so I kind of want to do it all. And while, you know, while the show is popular... I want to strike while the iron. Yeah, mm-hmm. strike while yeah. it's hot. Yeah. Gotta do it. And then, do you have any special holiday plans coming up? Vacations? Anything fun? I am from Detroit. D town. What up, no Detroit? Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I plan on spending the holiday with my family in Detroit, and hopefully, it'll snow. <laughs> and then go away. And then go away. Right, the twenty sixth. It'll be out. That's That's it. It. <laughs> no shoveling for you. No, 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 no. no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> What would you tell a young actress or actor in general entering the business now? Um, maybe it's something that you learned about yourself later on in your career that you wish you knew when you first started your career. Don't let anyone dictate what you do and how you how you function. Don't let anyone write your narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's so easy to be discouraged and distracted in this industry. Mm-hmm. There's so much rejection, yeah. um, and you really do have to love it. You have to believe in yourself. Um, you have to tune out the noise and just focus and, hunk- and hunker down. And, um, you know, the, the, the opportunities will come. But yeah. you really do have to believe in yourself. You cannot take anyone else's uh, path yeah. as your own. I mean, mm-hmm. you, have, you have to blaze your own trail and uh, just stay with it. Yeah. Stick with it. Stick with Stick it. With and it. what can we expect for the rest of the uh, episodes? Ooh. It it. <laughs> I just say fire Ooh. right now because yeah, yeah. her reaction yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler's our new soap operas. All the soap operas are getting canceled. Literally, so he is like yeah. doing all of that. For all us of it. Now. Yes, it's insane, and it grows with intensity. If you can believe it, week over week, as it as you know, if you've been watching yeah. it, it has, and it grows with intensity all the way up to episode 25 so if you tune in I mean by episode 25 your eyes will be as wide as saucers and you'll probably be pulling your hair out yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was like binge watching it one day and I I forgot the name of the character but it's the uh, uh, she's the pharmacist and her husband was uh, came in when she was allegedly kind of having a little fling with the yes. other pharmacist and it was the the bra was going on in the pharmacy and women want her cell phone I was like wow this is this is some drama right it's here intense. I was yeah. glued I just I was just like I'm not going to work for a couple hours <laughs> I'm just like, watching me too because it's the first time I'm seeing all of the episodes oh, really? oh, oh so you know I'm oh. Wa- yeah I'm watching yeah. it with, I'm watching, watching it with, with oh, the okay. audience oh, that's, oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's fun that's fun it's, it's so much fun, fun. because lot li- uh, tweeting Hmm. <laughs> I was not a Twitter fan yeah. uh, until the show. But then on Wednesday nights, hashtag, <laughs> the Oval on BET, hilarious. Some of those people on Twitter need to be writers. They yeah. really do. They're, oh, they're yeah. so funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Are you binge watching anything else? 
I don't really have time. You don't have time, I, you don't no, have time not, with that, not not with that script. Episodes. Not 25 episodes. You're right. what, are you, what are you watching on the plane? What are you watching on the plane? On the plane? You know what? I try to catch up on movies that I haven't seen. Okay. Like what? Yeah. Uh, the most recent one, and don't judge me. I saw we, The Lion King for the first oh, time. Oh, that's, well, no the, the, the reboot. The reboot. Yeah, yeah, the reboot. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I saw that. The, and, you um, love it? You like it? Yeah. It was kind of... It's a lot of mixed opinions on Yeah, it was kind of weird watching what appeared to be real, real animals yeah. sure. speaking. Agreed. Yeah, yeah that I was prefer, kind of... Yeah, I, I prefer, prefer for cartoon. the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, that made more sense to me. It was kind of a <laughs> a brain yeah. thing. I'm like, I don't know if I feel yeah. how I feel. I understand that. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I understand that sentiment for sure. Yeah. Well, I know you said you tweet a lot. Where can fans find you? And if they want to ask you any questions about the Oval or just your next projects, where do they find you on social media? It's at Karen Moore, K R O N M O O R E, for Instagram and Twitter. Courtney? All right, I'm all over the social media universe at Stuart Starlet. Sean? At SeanStar75 on Instagram. And hashtag Captain Goodhair right there. Got that swoop. Got that You can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also on This Is LA on CBS Weekend Lifestyle Show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Be I sure to check in you. on the Oval. Y'all, That's I'm telling right. y'all, y'all start watching it. You're not going to stop. You're so. not. Oval on BET. And she's killing it, so watch it. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye-bye. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined.